you saw someone on the news and they said, you know, yeah, I'm actually, you know, um, this is woman owned, it's minority woman owned, and I'm also a veteran. And you say, oh my gosh, like I come from a family of veterans. I need to go purchase her stuff. And you may not even need what she's selling. But because wow. she's a veteran, right? How many times? Yes, that story is very important. Wow. And it's very important to get in there to dig into your story and start peeling back the layers so you can become relatable to the individual. What you're comfortable with sharing, of course, right? But always making sure that you are authentic. Welcome to the Uncensored Show with your host, George Atchampal, where we share the mindset, tips, tools, strategies, and stories on how to use your money to do more of what you love and what you were called to do. Money is like gas on a road trip. Sure, you need it to get where you're going, but you're not going on a tour of gas stations. Money fuels your journey. The question is, what's yours? Live life uncensored. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast. And today we had a chance to sit down with a guest who is a PR professional, PR expert. And I don't know about you, but I've always wanted to to understand what exactly is PR, right? So I understand marketing. I understand branding. I understand advertising. But PR for me has always kind of been this like, oh, what exactly do they do? So Candice Nicole came on the show and really helped us understand the world of PR, how it can be beneficial for your business, uh, how it can make you more money, right? Because that's why I have my guests on the show. Now, one thing you'll know about me is, you know, the guests might not be able to connect the dots in the beginning on like, well, why is this particular guest on a podcast that's supposed to somehow tie back into money, entrepreneurship, business, but we always find a way to tie it back home. And, and she really gave a, a unique perspective on how PR might actually be your first move when it comes to uh, positioning your branding in your business. So let's talk a little bit about Candace Nicole. Uh, she's an award-winning publicist who graduated from Morgan State University. She's a full-time entrepreneur, owner of Candace Nicole Public Relations, creator of the Women Who Hustle Network, which is a space for women to hone in on their hustle, and Balance and Respect the Publicist, which is a network for publicists that also welcomes those who are journalists, branding, marketing, and social media professionals. Candace is an outside-of-the-box thinker and a game-changer who is on a mission to inspire. So let's get right into it, guys, and you can hear it from herself. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast. And today, we have a very special guest on. Um, she is the queen of PR. She, I mean, you probably have already heard of her. And of course, I do my formal intro uh, before the guest comes on. But with no further ado, Candace Nicole, how are you doing? Hi, George. I am doing well. How are you today? I'm doing well. You know, um, we're still in, in quarantine. Looks like they're uh, they're trying to figure out a plan to to get us back at outside, as everyone has been saying. So, but I'm making the most of. It. I think we talked offline the other day, so it sounds like we're both making the most of it. But you know, I can't complain. Yeah, um, they can open up whatever they want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am I'm good, and but you know what? It kind of makes me a bit nervous, right? Of where. I think I'm getting a little bit used to being at home, right? Yeah. But um, 
you know, it's definitely something um, I'm looking forward to seeing my family. I'll say that. And my friends as well. But look, I'm 36, and this is the longest that I've ever been away from my mommy and my nana. And so <laughs> I'm just like, I cannot wait so I can get back up to Maryland just to hug on them. And I'm a family person anyway. So I, whenever I could be, be with my family, I am. But, oh, let me tell you, this is, um, it's been tough. However, like you said, you know, we talked offline about, you know, with your mindset of, of changing your mindset and wanting to enjoy this time and say, hey, I didn't have time to do this. Now I have time to do that. I can relaunch this. I can do that. 100%. Because I think, I, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but you posted about, um, I think you so you you relaunched. Or you launched your podcast during this season? Because I know you had a podcast already. So did you? Yes. Re- okay. So I, I relaunched. So I had the, um, okay. So three years ago, what was this? 2017 with Women Who Hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, my women's network, I started the, you know, the podcast with that. And then, you know, life happened. I did like four episodes. It was great. And then life happened. Uh, and then just last year, I launched uh, the virtual publicist podcast. And then... But even then, I, I was saying, man, because people are still um, contacting me about Women Who Hustle podcast. And I'm like, Candace, you need to relaunch this. But since last year, I was I was on a flight like every two weeks, George. And, you know, it's like, well, when are you going to, you know, uh, relaunch this podcast, Candace? Right. And so sitting at home realizing, girl, you have nothing but time. And I said, all right, we're going to do a pop-up season, see how that goes. And so far, it's going well. I've been interviewing some amazing women. So, yeah, so during this time, I've been able to relaunch that and find this new love that I have for podcasting and then, of course, for cooking. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. okay. So so can we expect some some little cooking videos coming soon? Or um, Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Um, I purchased my ring light, but I actually need to still purchase my soft box lights because I can set them up in my kitchen and everything. And I've already, you know, started the brand. It's called Cooking with Candy. Ooh, I have the I like IG that. page. I, like um, I just that. need to get the <laughs> thank you. I just need to get the branding together. And um, for the most part, it's I, I want to make cooking at home again fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's you know? awesome. That's awesome. We'll, yeah. we'll have to uh, talk more offline about that because I'm, I'm I have some things in the realm of cooking that I'm passionate about too. Uh, so we probably awesome. can brainstorm some ideas together. But awesome. Um, awesome. So like you know, I, I always do the formal intro where I you know read off your bio before you know you come on, so you don't have that awkward you know three minutes of me just reading off all of your accomplishments. But I still like uh-huh. to give. Uh, my guests an opportunity just you know in their own words just to explain like you know who are you and what are you all about yes so you know i'm the owner principal publicist of candace nicole public relations i have been also known as cnpr candace nicole vr and um, i've been a publicist for 12 and a half years and i've been running the business full-time for four and a half years so i absolutely love what i do i love a great story i love to craft the stories um, and then share it with individuals. I want individuals to become excited about the stories, you know, that I am creating, you know, for, for my clients. And um, who am I? I am an ambitious woman, very resourceful, constantly just being very creative and always thinking forward, right? It's, I'm always thinking about moving forward, you know, looking at a situation. Okay, that's what it is. How, where's the solution, right? And perhaps that's the 
publicists coming out of me, but that's that's where I always am with that. Got it. Now that's a perfect, perfect explanation. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that's a perfect segue into my next question. What exactly is PR? Right. Like I think people conceptually yeah. know like, oh, PR, like they like represent people or maybe, I don't know what people think. But I know that even personally, I didn't know exactly what PR was until we had a conversation, I think the end of last year. So if you could just kind of share with my listeners, like what is PR? So PR, I'll say PR in a nutshell is visibility. Right. And because then people I'll, I'll, um, then they usually ask, so what's marketing? Marketing is your sales, is you know, is your lead. Um, but PR is that vi- visibility that you are getting for yourself. So that's like, uh, okay, as you guys know, um, George's podcast, you know, it was featured in Forbes, you know, the top financial podcast, right? So that was some publicity that he was able to do. That created what? That created visibility for you and this podcast. So, so that's what that's what PR is is to get in there, um, you're either sharing information, right? Say, hey, we have this new podcast on the horizon. They're going to talk about X, Y, Z, right? And uh, let's see who is, who is it going to benefit. We want to put that information out there. Or it may, may be so a more, let's tell the story of George, of who he is, right? Of how he ended up, you know, becoming a podcaster. Um, how he ended up uh, making the certain decisions that he did to do and so we're then going into telling your story so that is what PR is got it got it okay that's that's very helpful because I know a lot of people they use terms interchangeably and don't necessarily know exactly what it is so PR is that visibility piece okay yeah makes a lot of sense and you answered my next question so that's great I was gonna ask you what is the difference between like PR marketing that's how you know you know your stuff you already you're thinking what I'm thinking before I'm before I say it so we appreciate you (laughs) no because you know what that, that's usually the, the the next question or usually, you know, people will say, hey, what's the difference between PR and, and marketing? Um, and but I, let me let me add on to it is that because another question that someone has asked me, I think, you know, like two, three weeks ago. And now I'm just going to start to offer that when I do explain the difference is they asked me the difference. But then they said, well, what, what should you invest in first? Right. And I said, well, it depends on what you know, what your vision is for yourself, right? What's, what's your, what's your plan, right? What's the purpose of whatever it is, whatever it is that you're doing. So <clears throat> I usually, right. will say, I would say PR and I'm not saying that because, you know, someone can hire me or, or what have you. It's because when you have PR in place, you are getting that visibility, right? And so when you start getting more visibility that can cross over to you getting sales right because people are constantly seeing you mm-hmm. and they're saying hmm, i like his take on when it comes to finances i need to do a consultation with him hey that's a bonus if someone saw you on the news doing your segment and then that you know that equals into like five consultation calls for you right right like the goal of it was to just get you on that couch right to get that visibility to talk to george as that expert so that was met. Check it off the list. The bonus of it is going to be as the result of getting that visibility, right? Checking that off the list that now you actually do have some leads that will equal possibly into sales. Makes sense. So, Makes perfect sense. Right? But if you're a person that's like, nope, no matter what, I need to make this sale, then 
look, go, go to marketing. But marketing is not telling your story. That's the thing, right? And that's usually something that is missing. He was mm. like, I, I did this and I did that. I'm like, yeah, but nobody knows your story. Yeah. You have this beautiful graphic, but where's the story? So, yeah. so that's why I say, you know, consider going that PR route. Now, you know what your your goal is, is visibility. So don't go in there thinking I'm going to get the visibility and I'm going to say all these things. It's a bonus if it if it equals to that, if it goes into that. Right, right. You know, and I look at PR, I, after understanding it with your help, I look at PR now like almost like also credibility. You said visibility. I also think about credibility, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. If I don't know you, of course, through marketing, of course, I'm going to say I'm the best thing since sliced bread, right? Because it's my product, it's my mm -hmm. service, it's me. But when you have that third party validation, right, where a media outlet was willing to you know, share this or bring some some awareness, if you will, to what you're doing, it's like, oh, OK, well, I don't mm -hmm. know what George, talking, George is talking about, but I know I do know Forbes and if Forbes is giving him a co-sign, then maybe he right. might know what he's talking about. And it was so funny because it almost it came true because, you know, I had a pretty good subscribership, uh, you know, leading up to that that mention, I think, which time flies. I don't know if that was 19 or 18. I think it was 19. Um, and mm -hmm. then, but after that, it was like, oh, that was like a, stamp, a validation stamp. And now it's like, oh, where, where was y'all at uh, three weeks ago? You know, but mm -hmm. you, you just have to understand that that's, you know, par for the course. So that, 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 yep. that makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm, I'm actually glad that you, that you brought that up about uh, credibility because yeah, that is also, you know, with the visibility with PR is that, you know, you start getting that visibility where then you are inserting yourself now as an expert, as a thought leader, that game changer, like, and that, well, depends on what your plan is again. Right. But I always look at it. That's the goal, right? I want someone to look at me like I am the expert. It like, I know I look at you of where if there's someone that's asking me about money, I'm going to say, you need to contact George. Why? You've done a great job <laughs> with positioning yourself, whether you realize that or not. You've done a great job at positioning yourself as you're the financial guy, right? You may that. specifically, it, it may not, you may not be able to help this person specifically with this over here, but I just know you have any questions pertaining to money, ask George. He can tell you if he can help <laughs> or not, right? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. So, yeah. That makes perfect sense. This podcast episode is sponsored by Battery Exchange. Let me tell you a little bit about Battery Exchange. I'm actually really good friends with the founder of the company, and the company is great, right? Because if anybody knows me, my phone always dies. I mean, all the time, no matter what. And so what they do is they help you live life charged. Why? How do they help you do that? So they have smart kiosks around the city where basically you pull out your phone, you search where the kiosk is located, and it'll show you where the kiosks are, and you can basically check out a portable battery right for a nominal cost so whether you're out on a town with friends you're at a concert uh you know you're out to dinner and you're like man my phone's about to die instead of having to ask the bartender hey can you plug my phone up behind the bar or trying to figure out where you're you know you can plug your phone up you can just locate one of those kiosks check out a battery charge on the go you don't have to worry about your phone being somewhere else or your phone actually being dead which is the worst possible outcome and literally 
um, it charges you know very very rapidly. I actually got a chance to use it uh, multiple times and it works really really well. And they're going to help people stay connected, right? Because if we're being honest, our cell phones are a vital component of our everyday life. So if you haven't checked it out before, check out Battery Exchange. Uh, they are rapidly expanding, so kiosks will be popping up everywhere before you know it. Um, but if a kiosk is available near you and your phone is about to die, don't fret because Battery Exchange is here to save the day. I think you've already mentioned this, but why do you feel like PR is an important component of like a business growth plan? Because a lot of times people will look at PR and they, they might feel like, OK, well, awareness is cool. but Like I got to get I got to get some 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 money in my pocket. Right. So like mm-hmm. how, how, what would you say to that person that thinks that maybe PR is not my next step because I need to focus on sales, right? I think you kind of already touched on this a little bit, but if you could just maybe speak to that, because I think people really need to understand like how PR can be an integral part of the entire, I guess, like strategy to really grow your business. Right. And so, and that's the thing. It it is, like you said, the last thing is the strategy to grow your business. And then, because it's important to tell the story. And so no one creates a business or service or a product just to do it right like what's what's the point of creating this makeup line and then you release it and it just sits there right it, it you know it can't just sell itself you you created it so it can make money and so on the pr side of it where that comes into why it's important is because you have someone that is telling that story or it may be yourself right because i also teach people how to handle their own pr in the beginning when they when they do not have that large budget to have someone on retainer, right? So it's either you being able to peel back your the layers of it all and and tell your story. Um, but it's very important. It's very important to having to uh, have involved in your business, and it's actually something that um, you know. I hope that people just moving forward when they have an idea, when they want to create something, that they just build that in, and whatever dollar amount that is, if you have to hire someone to. Uh, you know, consult with you to teach you, or if you have to pay for a webinar, right? (laughs) Someone who can, you know, teach you of how, how it works to, you know, pitch yourself to the media or how to create a media plan. You you have to have that component because you do not want to create something. And then you're putting all this money into it, right? Because you're creating this new venture and then it just sits there on the shelf. Right. You you don't, you don't know how to, how to put it out there. That's, I, I see a lot of people of where that is something that it's, it creates that problem for them. And then of course they get, they get frustrated. It's like, no, it's very important early on. Anything that you have that you say, okay, so I'm creating this, right? This is what what it's going to be. This is when we're going to launch. So what does it look like on the promotion side? How am I going to get the word out? Right. Just even start asking yourself those certain types of questions. That makes perfect sense. And I, and I think, the important part around what you said when it comes to like telling your story is it does two very important things. The first thing it does is like we always say, like there's quote unquote, nothing new under the sun. There might be something that you're doing that is similar to what someone else is doing. Right. I mean, we've been, we've been around for a long time and there's a lot of things that have already happened, but what makes it different 
is your story, right? No one can duplicate mm-hmm. that. You know, my, my kind of simple analogy to that is, you know, chicken is chicken, right? But what makes it different is the sauce that you put on it, right? Like, of course, chicken right. already exists, but no one put that type of sauce or that or thought to pair it with that. And that's where your story comes in because that's what elevates you and gives you that kind of unique brand position because your story is literally of one a one of one. So, mm-hmm. so that is what I, what I was thinking about when you said that and why, why that's so important from a story standpoint. And then the other piece mm-hmm. is, it's like people can get behind a story. I think that's what made social media so powerful so quickly. It was like, there, you know, there was never a time where the CEO of a company, you could just inbox them and they could potentially respond. Right. But now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, when you tell your story and you get behind this and people can kind of see like who's behind this brand or who's associated with it, then people can kind of galvanize behind what it is because they know what it's about versus it just feeling so distant, right? Like a brand, like that's a thing. That's a, it feels so intangible. But when you connect your story to your brand, in my opinion, that's what kind of makes it come alive. Yeah, no, absolutely. And also to to what you were saying before is about your story. Yeah. It's, how are you going to differentiate yourself from someone else? Right. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's the, that's the million dollar question. That's great that you're opening that restaurant, but what set you apart from the restaurant over here? Right. That's right. great that you are, you know, creating this, this line for, for men, but what specifically, uh, how is it going to assist that man? Right. Mm-hmm. And, but again, like you said, that goes back into the importance of telling the story so people understand. Yeah. And yeah. also, Everyone, everyone tuning in, please know that people buy you. <laughs> okay. Mm, say that again. <laughs> um, now, sometimes they, ju- they just like the product. They saw it enough times and they say, hey, let me try it. But just think about how many times of where you decided to purchase Adidas because you heard that they were going to give 50% of all their fees to whatever was going on. And you said, wow, I love that. What if they were telling you a story, right? Mm-hmm. See that they created a campaign around there. How many times have you you saw someone on the news and they said, you know, yeah, I'm actually, you know, um, this is woman owned, it's minority woman owned, and I'm also a veteran. And you say, oh my gosh, like I come from a family of veterans. I need to go purchase her stuff. And you may not even need what she's selling, but because wow. she's a veteran, right? How many times? Yes, that story is very important. Wow. And it's very important to get in there to dig into your story and start peeling back the layers so you can become relatable to, to individuals. What you're comfortable with sharing, of course, right? But always making sure that you are authentic. Yep. And you know what else came to mind when you said that too is like when you go the PR route, it forces you to actually refine your story, right? Sometimes, you know, you're so mm-hmm. emotionally connected to what you're building, as you should be, right? It's your baby, it's your business, you're mostly connected to it. And if someone were to ask you like, well, what do you do? Like, what is your brand all about? You might, you might struggle a little bit, right? Cause you haven't actually like sat down and went through the process of like, well, what is, what, if someone asks that question, what is it, what does it look like? What is my story? Do I have consistency mm-hmm. in how I communicate that story? And now, cause I kind of have an eye for it. I can tell when someone has worked with someone in PR because of how consistent and on point they are with communicating their story. And then if I know them personally and then I like see them say it again and like, and literally it's, you know, it's still personal, but like you can tell that it's very refined. 
Mm-hmm. I, I feel like PR helps you refine that. So then my next question is, if someone comes to you and they're like, okay, well, you know, I got this business. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I got a story, kind of. Like, Are you, is part of PR helping them like cultivate that story? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, okay. We actually do have a lot of individuals that they, they, you know, themselves, they, they know what they're doing is, is great. Right. They know that they do have something, but they don't even have the story laid out. They mm-hmm. just know, hey, this is what I'm doing. I know that this is a need because I've been able to sell this or I've been able to do this on my own. But I still need to really work. And like you said, refine the story. Absolutely. And so that's when we get in there and we start asking certain questions. You know, so how did you end up you know, in this space? Why did you be decide to become a publisher? Um, did you find that there was a lack of women publishers before when you needed some assistance or, you know what I mean? So that's a, a lot of the times why people will create something, of course, because there was a problem. And so they said, hey, I'm going to create the solution. So yes, that, that is a part of PR. Got it. Okay. That's helpful, helpful to know too. Um, my next question is, and maybe I'm confusing the two, but like, is part of PR like crisis management? Like if something happens and like your name's kind of like dirt in the news right now, you guys, do you, <laughs> do you guys like kind of go out and like, Oh wait, hold on. Like, you know, kind of do a little bit of crisis management. Is that part of PR as well? It, it, it is. Um, however, let me knock on wood. I've never like had a direct crisis issue with, with a client of where I had to, of where I had to issue something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there, there are some situa- you know, situations where, say, crisis communication is something just entirely just separated, mm-hmm. right? So it's under that umbrella just with communications, but it's because that is like an entire <laughs> beast on its own that, to be honest with you, do I know how to craft a response? Absolutely, right? Um, is it something that I want to focus on and do? No, it's, it's not. And it's because it just is an entirely different beast, um, different type of focus, uh, the, re- the response rate, I mean, everything. And that you think PR sometimes can be deadline driven and something that's stressful. Crisis is an entirely different thing. <laughs> Got it. Got it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, depending upon when this airs, right, I think it'll be a few weeks from now, but will probably at least be pretty close to still being um, in the current state that we're in right now, or we'll still be feeling the residual impacts from it. Um, Mm -hmm. So COVID-19, right? Very interesting times. And I know when it first started, I, you know, thoughts were circling in my mind about how to be thoughtful about like approaching um, this, this current climate, right? We're both full-time entrepreneurs. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're still, relying on our businesses to, to feed us, right. And to thrive Mm -hmm. and and also the people that, you know, work with us and for us. So my question to you from a PR perspective is what was your take? And I guess what is still is your take around, you know, still positioning your business, right. Still selling what Mm -hmm. you sell, but being thoughtful about the time and the season that we're in. Right. I know that's, that's probably been on a lot of people's minds. So I'm curious, like from a PR perspective, how do you go about thinking about that? So it is, it's something that is very um, sensitive 
And especially on, on that PR side, I understand it's just, it's sensitive. So you have to watch everything that you say. Now, I understand not everyone may understand that, right? But being on the PR side of it, just with communications, I understand just how sensitive it is. So I definitely actually, actually created a PR program. <laughs> um, I mean, I developed it within 24 hours and I off- offered it at an introductory rate. And it's because so many people, I mean, they immediately became stuck. This crisis came up and people were stuck. Like, what am I supposed to do, you know, pertaining to PR, right? How do I tell the story? How do I, right? And so, yeah, I actually, you know, changed some of my pricing. Um, I'm actually about to launch, probably going to do it next week, of where I'm going to offer this uh, pivot call, strategy call, actually. And, um, because I still, again, I'm still seeing individuals, especially business owners, that are just, they're still stuck. <laughs> they're still stuck, George, on how to maneuver, right? And they just don't know what, what it looks like. And so I'm, I'm actually going to do that and offer that, like, you know, 50% off of usually what my office hours are. Mm-hmm. So I've also, you know, made a decision to, well, I knew more so that I needed to show up more on, on social media. Now, I'm pretty active on social media, but I needed to show my face more. I needed to, I knew that I could still encourage individuals. And especially when I got to the point of where I knew that I had officially changed my mindset, right, of going through COVID-19, that I also wanted to share some of my story, my testimony, and just encourage individuals. I'm usually, you know, this bubbly person anyways. And I just want people to know there is more to life. Like, we're going to be okay. Don't quit. Just pivot. You don't even have to stay in that position, you know, uh, um, forever. It's just you have to pivot right now because of just where we are, right? doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever. So when we get back to wherever we need to get back to, then you can go back to wherever. So I knew that I definitely needed to to show up more and then also uh, create create a space of where I was definitely serving my community more. I've always been, you know, sharing tips and everything, but I will go live and be able to serve, serve my community there and asking them, Hey, what are your questions? Right. I'm here. I'm here to answer. And it's because again, I saw that a lot of people that they were becoming very stuck. Got it. Got it. And you know, and it's funny, that was my instinct too. My instinct, um, and granted, you know, I'm always trying to serve, but my instinct kind of shifted to like double down on like, how can I just provide value right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I feel like to your point, you use the word stuck. I think that's the perfect word. When stuff like this happens, you know, everyone is looking for some ounce of leadership, certainty, something that feels like stable because the world is unstable. And when you can rise above kind of the uncertainty and and be that voice, right, be that voice mm-hmm. of, you know, comfort be that voice of just providing value in a season when people need it most i think those are the people who everyone remembers when things get gets back to normal right oh you hit it right a minute before you move on you hit it on the head people are going to remember who who are still showing up and who are still providing that value during this crisis people need to remember that yep hundred percent. Cause it's like when things get back to normal, they have the money to spend and the budgets are open. You know what? Like that person really, you know, helped me navigate this during this season. And, you know, now that things are kind of 
back to normal, like that's who I want to I want to work with. I want to work with a leader or someone who doesn't shy away in times of crisis. Right. I want someone who if they can if they can lead like this and give insight and value like this now, I can only imagine mm-hmm. what they're able to do when the world is not turned upside down. So, yeah, exactly. So you understand it. You get it. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. Welcome back to another episode of Fix Your Finances Friday, where each and every Friday we help you address at least one thing you can do to fix your finances. This week, I want to talk about disability insurance. So a lot of times people think that, oh, I don't need disability insurance. I'm a healthy. I, you know, why would I ever need that? I hope that in the wake of what happened with COVID-19, we realize that anybody can get it right uh, COVID-19 has put his hands on a lot of people. Um, but all, all jokes aside, you're three times more likely to become temporarily disabled than you are to die prematurely. So what that means is you might not die randomly before you're supposed to die, but you could get disabled. You could be out of work for an indeterminate amount of time. And the question that I always have for people is if you had an ATM machine in your closet that every two weeks spit out an exact amount of, let's just say two grand. Every two weeks, it was good for 2K. Every week, every two weeks, like clockwork. How much would you protect that machine? How much would you protect it? You probably would protect it with, with, with your life. You'd have laser beams and all sorts of stuff, right? Because that machine is valuable. You are the ATM machine. Every time you get paid from your employer, right? Like you're the one, you're the biggest asset you have right now. You are producing the income for your household. So you want to make sure that you are protected by having adequate disability insurance in place. All right. Oftentimes, for those of us who work jobs, you just, you know, check, check a box at open enrollment time. You don't really understand the benefits. Now is not the time for that. Now is the time to truly understand how your benefits work. For my entrepreneurs, you especially. Right. Because if you get hurt or sick and you like run a service based business or you don't have a team, what's going to happen to your income if you don't have the benefits in place that are going to still send you a check if and when you get hurt or sick. So this week for Fix Your Finances Friday, review your disability insurance. Make sure you understand how it works. If you don't have disability insurance in place, go out and get it. There's a ton of carriers that offer disability insurance, right? Make sure that you get it. Make sure that you understand how it works because you don't want to be caught with your proverbial pants down if you were to get hurt or sick. I remember, you know, a number of years ago when I had my back surgery, I remember like it was yesterday. I can imagine if I didn't have disability insurance, right? I couldn't work and I was an entrepreneur. So guys, it's so important. Make sure that you have these things addressed. This isn't the most exciting aspect of financial planning, but it's insanely important. So my my next question is, you know, speaking to that, right? Now people have a better understanding of what PR is, what a you know, what PR does, what a PR professional does. Uh, when in your mind does it make sense to hire a publicist, right? Like like when you actually need someone on retainer, someone mm-hmm. who's, you know, going to bat for you, making sure that you're able to get that visibility. So I, I think, um, well, number one, I think it just depends on, you know, your, your budget and, and your, and your time. Right. Because if you, so if you don't have the budget to hire someone on retainer and then the ne- next question may say, well, I've, n- I know that I need visibility, but I've never interacted with a publicist before. How do I know 
you know, what the, what the pricing is, you just reach out to that individual, you know, do the research, you can hop on Google, but also those, you know, those, um, those numbers, they, they vary, right? So, um, if there's a, you know, a specific person that you're interested in reaching out to, just reach out to them and say, you know, Hey, Candace, I'm actually thinking about getting this space of PR. Um, but this is new territory. Do you have services or a pricing package you can share with me just so I can get an idea, right? Of the pricing. And then of course, there you go. Then there's your answer. You already know, okay, can't do that. Or maybe, Hey, I, you know, I, I can do this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that'll help you of with, okay. So at least, you know, I have what her pricing is. Maybe I'll contact two other individuals after you do the research of them and, you know, look at their work and everything. And then you can, you know, you can compare. Um, on, on the other side, I think what people need to look at is, is just your time. So are you looking for someone to hire because you just don't have the time? And sometimes you may not have the time, but say your, your budget after you, you know, reach out to these three different people, it still doesn't match up. Well, then you're, you're going to have to find the time to learn how to do it, right? Or to hire one of them to consult with them and they can teach you how to do it. So I just think it just depends on where the person is. Um, I always think it's, it's great for someone to maybe be considered to consult with a publicist first. So they can kind of teach you a little bit more about the process. Yes, you still have to execute things on your own, but at least that you understand the process. Like I know in my PR program, why I was so excited about it is because they were going to learn this process, right? And it wasn't just going to be a thing of when they, it's trying to explain to the client that it does take time, especially if you don't even have a digital footprint, right? We're starting like from the bottom up. And so I'm able to get in there, talk to them specifically about certain things, how to up their visibility, but then, you know, bringing it home to them about having thick skin, don't take a no personal, you know what I mean? Right. And just, and having, and having patience. So I think someone needs to ask, what does my time look like? But then of course, what does my, my budget look like? Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Awesome. You know, even though, you know, this year did not start how anybody would have guessed it. <laughs> um, uh-huh. You know, we're making the most of it. So my, my next yeah. question is, what are you still excited about uh, for the rest of this year? When we kind of get on the other side of this, I know you mentioned you have a newfound passion for cooking. Um, you got the podcast uh-huh. relaunched. So that might be, those might be the t- the two things, but is there anything else that, you're just still very excited and hopeful for, for, uh, 2020. I'm excited about everything. <laughs> I mean, I love it. this is, this is still your year. I've seen so many people say, uh, 2020 is a wash. 2020 is done. It's, you know, this is causing, you know, half of our year to I'm like, Oh gosh, just the energy that you've put into that. Right. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. taking a lot of energy, putting a lot of energy into that. Yeah, make the best out of it, you know? Yeah, does it suck to, you know, you feel like you can only go to certain places and you're at home? Do you want to see your family? Absolutely. Like I said, I'm a family person. I love to be around people. I adore my family. I miss them tremendously. Right. But being at home has, you know, I've been able to relaunch this. I've been able to do certain things, right? So I'm just going to continue to be, excited about about everything i actually love surprises you never know what is going to happen um you know i would i would love to get in radio to be honest with you before 2020 is up i would love to um have a segment 
on a radio show. Mm, okay. And I don't even know, like, exactly. I just know I would love to have a segment to start me off as, you know, just a segment. Maybe it's about visibility or whatever, right? Um, but, like, on on a major radio show. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I want. I'm excited about that. Putting that plan together. What is that going to look like? What do I have to research to possibly, you know, make that happen? So I'm just, I'm excited about it all. And also... Yeah. I think I'm, I'm excited about what else is Candace going to create? My creative juices have been at an all-time high, actually, mm, during okay. this time. So, yeah. I, I thought of a new hashtag for you, Candace Creates. <laughs> no, oh, I love that. <laughs> there you go. That's like the catch-all for all the new things you're creating. Now, I like that. I, I'm, I love the perspective. I think perspective is the the biggest tool in your tool belt, right? It's, it's all about how you see things. And, mm-hmm. you know, how can, you know, some people are making the most of the season and some people are not so happy this season. And I know, like, you know, there's a lot of variables. You know, we're not just dealing with just an economic crisis. It's a health crisis. And, you know, there are some people and family members that have been impacted by this. Their their employment has been impacted. So I understand all that. But at the mm-hmm. same token, I think despite it all, you have to have the right perspective. You have to see the glasses half full. So I really appreciate that refreshing mm-hmm. um, viewpoint versus cancel culture saying that 2020 is canceled and we're not even two quarters in yet. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are crazy. Right. I, honestly, I'm just like, please, I don't need that energy over here. If I'm alive, because, I'm not canceling nothing. Period. Yeah. I'm like, my friends and I, oh man, you should hear our conversations. We're like, we want all the bags. Like, what, what else are we going to create, y'all? You know, oh, you did that? Okay, you're launching this? Girl, get it. How can I support you? It's a, that conversation is different. Right. Like, we are we are excited we're, because we're saying, wow, we're at home. We can really create the stuff that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no doubt that this will be my, my biggest financial year, right? Like, I'm, so right. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not letting this. It's not, about, it's not about having to change anything. It's about how you reposition it. Right. Like mm-hmm. you, you adapt to the, the world. Right. One of my favorite mm-hmm. but simple quotes is when the facts change, so do I. What do you do? Right. Mm-hmm. So many people yep. just like, oh, it's not what I expected. And I'm now what? OK, it's not what you expected. So improvise, adapt and overcome. Right. Mm-hmm. Adapt to mm-hmm. what's actually happening. And so I'm just for me, it's like nothing's changing. Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to be naive and. And, you know, think that I can just launch and do stuff the exact same way I might have done it if the world were right. how it was. But I'm just going to reposition and, and make sure that I still can win this year. And exactly. I think, and I think that's how people exactly. need to approach it. All right. So you've dropped so many gems, giving us the game, <laughs> share with us all the things that you're doing this year. I can't wait to talk about the cooking stuff and share with you what uh-huh. I'm thinking about on my end. Um, but, you know, we want to keep up with you. I mean, obviously, I know where to keep up with you, but. You know, for yeah. all my listeners who are now going to tap in with you and all the great things that you have going on, where can we find you? Yes. Yeah, so on social media, on all platforms at Candice McCole PR. My favorite is Instagram, though. I will share that with you guys. And also you can go to CandiceNicolePR.com. And there you have it, folks. And my last question that I always ask all my guests, you know, of course, the name of the podcast is The Uncensored Show. Um, so my question to you is what does living life uncensored mean to you? Man, living it just on your own terms. Like, yeah. Living life on, on your own terms, living life uncensored. Yeah. 
Awesome. Living it on your own terms. That that that's what that means to me. Awesome. Um, there's always going to be people that are going to, you know, have their you know, their thought process on why you're doing something, um, but you you just making a decision to do it on your own terms. I love it. One of my good friends, he has a shirt uh, that he sells for his e-commerce brand, and it's a uh, "Be You." They'll adjust. <laughs> right. Ah. <laughs> you know, be you. Like people will adjust or they won't. And then it's on them, but it's not on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is true. That and, is true. Indeed. Well, Candace, it was it was so great having you on. Thank you for for taking the time. And I know my listeners are gonna I love this episode. So we really appreciate the the wisdom and the game that you dropped. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much again, George. All right, we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of the Uncensored Show. Take at least one thing you heard today and apply it to your life immediately so that you can become one step closer to living a more meaningful and fulfilling life and aligning your resources to what matters most to you. Remember, money is just a resource to fuel your journey. The question is, what's yours? What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for listening to the Uncensored Podcast. Whether you've listened to one episode or 40 episodes, I am so grateful for you taking any amount of time out of your day to listen to my show. Now, if you like what you heard, the best way to show me that you have an appreciation for this content is to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and share this podcast with at least three friends because that helps us spread the word, right? We don't have a big marketing budget over here at the Uncensored uh, Podcast Studios, which is my home office, by the way, but we do have your support. And with that support, we can reach thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. So guys, thanks so much uh, for your support. Please share this with three friends and leave a review, and we'll see you on the next episode.